curious how you would answer this question. Do you think that trust is given or is it earned? Because I think that honestly, depending on who you are, that could be a completely separate answer. It could be in a relationship. It could be a friendship. It could be a coworker or whatever. But like, are you one of those kind of people that honestly, you meet somebody, you're like, prove me wrong. Or are you in there, you know, first time you meet somebody saying, prove me right. What's the right way to do this? Leah's going to break it down, our therapist friend, on today's Mental Health Monday. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yes, what's going on? Today's 13th of March. This is our daily podcast that we do called Certified Mama's Boy. It has three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Uh, you know, we record the show a day before and I'm assuming right now everyone's feeling like absolute shit if you're listening in real time. Uh, it's <laughs> one of those time changes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These never go well for us. In Arizona, I don't want to hear it today. I don't want to hear it. This is like one of those one days that like, this is the equivalent. Arizona gets a day today. I, mean, I used to live in Phoenix, so we have, we have a bunch of Arizona listeners. And this is like the, the day that Arizona gets to do like what San Diego does, like when it's snowing anywhere else, you know, it's like, oh, it's very beautiful and so many green. <laughs> Everyone else in the country right now is suffering. We are literally suffering with time change. And you woke up this morning, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> your body's so thrown off that extra hour is just so confusing to where again I have to ask the question we're gonna do this every time this happens until like some type of change happens why do we have to do this mm-hmm. there's literally no valid reason of why all of us had to wake up so early in the morning okay <laughs> like we just don't have to do this they uh they came out too with a, a list of uh things you should do to like prepare for time change and or like to feel better on days like today Uh and here's the thing is like none of us do any of it like we don't and like every year we know we're like this is gonna suck so bad on monday like it's gonna be Uh awful i'll be so tired and we know this comes every year this time Mm -hmm. and yeah you're gonna appreciate the longer days and i get it and that's great and winter's kind of sort of becoming over with which is kind of cool um but here's the things that they tell you to do to kind of get you know, prepared for this time change. Uh, cut out caffeine, which like none of y'all are going to do. Not one of you. No. Not one of you are going to cut out caffeine. It's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, don't don't drink alcohol. It's not going to happen. You're not doing that either. <laughs> eat light. You might eat light because if you eat light, it kind of helps your uh, your body's not digesting when you're trying to sleep. You know, so like as you're adjusting, that's good. Um, so it's like change your sheets, basically. Don't use your phone. Does anybody not use their phone, by the way, before they go to bed? Am I the only person that's looking at their phone to the exact second they fall asleep? Mm-hmm. I hey, Mom, know. when do you put your phone down? Usually about 8.30. And okay. I usually go to bed about 9.30 or 10. But are you watching a TV? Yeah. See, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Who is Same anybody not looking right? at a screen? I have so much respect for people that don't look at screens before mm-hmm. they fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just, that is really, really like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And for those of you that read, also, that's awesome. That's so that's so good of you. I bet you were such a good student back in the day. Mm-hmm. That is impressive. Because my ass is over here. I guarantee you I'm either scrolling TikTok, listening to an audio book, which, you know, even I do that, I got to look at my screen, checking emails. I'm doing something up to like, mm-hmm. the very last. I'm like, why can't I sleep? But also, <laughs> let me just stare at my screen. <laughs> and your mind's just racing. Mm-hmm. Let me just stare at my screen for a little <laughs> bit longer. <laughs> It says go to bed earlier, which 
Mm-hmm. Any of y'all schedules allow y'all to go to bed earlier because that's not really going to happen. Mm-hmm. Even they say if you go to bed like 15 or 30 minutes earlier, like you can start to get better adjusted. And I'm like, no oh. one's, hmm. no well, one did that last that. night. Not, hmm. but you didn't. Now you tell you didn't. me. No, we didn't do that. I listened to a um, a podcast on sleep. I don't know. Is anybody else getting paranoid about the amount of sleep they get? You know, they say you're supposed to sleep about eight hours a night. And that's that's impressive. (laughs) If you get eight hours sleep, like sleep is something that's really starting to terrify me a little bit because I get so little of it Mm -hmm. that I know eventually it's going to catch up with me and I'm really going to regret not getting better sleep when I'm good. You know, Mm -hmm. like 20 years of like sleep deprivation is not – not good for you, you know. It ages you. It certainly does. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, the podcast. If you want to go listen to it, it's about two hours, and I kind of split it up over a couple of days. Uh, but it's called Diary of a CEO, and they had a sleep expert on there. And I forget his name. I didn't prep for this, obviously, but uh, a couple of different things I took away that were pretty fascinating. One of them was like he doesn't agree with any kind of sleep aid whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He thinks that like if you're taking any kind of sleep, because I usually take melatonin to go to sleep, mm-hmm. and. He, th- he says there's a big difference between getting rest and getting sleep. And usually what happens with any type of sleep aid, even melatonin, is you're getting rest, but you're not necessarily going into sleep mm, at all. To that uh, sleep, that deep yeah. REM sleep, yeah. So you're not really getting to like the, yeah, you're like, you may be, your body might be in this not awake state, but you're not getting with mm-hmm. the rest that you really truly need when you take those things. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, I thought it was kind of fascinating. And he's like, you need to kind of work backwards. And before you take a, some type of sleep aid, then you really need to like figure out why aren't you sleeping? Like, why do you need to take one of these? Cause like by nature, we should always be able to sleep. Mm-hmm. Something else he said, I, I, I took away from it. I thought was pretty fascinating was like, don't look at your bed like the enemy. I go through some bouts of really bad insomnia, like where mm-hmm. I like won't sleep like like an hour or two a night. Mm-hmm. And I know that feeling of like getting in the bed and being like, oh shit, like I'm not, uh, I'm go. not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh my God, I've been asleep. Um, so I thought that was pretty fascinating. He said, don't, um, don't have any kind of clocks in your room mm-hmm. because that really does you absolutely no good. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you if you're looking at your clock and you're like, oh my god, it's two o'clock. I only, uh, you know, I, I got to wake up in four hours, and then, oh my god, it's three thirty. Like, that's doing that's literally not helping the situation mm-hmm. at all. It makes you anxious. Yeah, he said the number one thing. Though, what do you think, Mom? The number one thing is why people don't get sleep. Why they don't? Yeah, like well, what prevents? They don't put their phones down. <laughs> that's one <laughs> the of blue them. Blue lights. That's one of them. Um, mm-hmm. He said that the um, the number one reason we don't sleep is anxiety. Mm. It all kind of comes back to anxiety. He's been studying, I forget, for how many years and blah, 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 accolade, accolade, accolade. Um, I'll Actually, I'll link to the, um, the podcast if you guys want to go listen to the episode again. It's, it's two hours, really long, but I was fascinated. This guy, would, it, my, I'm always, and I don't know if you feel the same way. I'm always fascinated when people talk about anything that they're passionate about. Like mm-hmm. if anybody came to you and said you want to listen to a two hour podcast on sleep, you probably like, that sounds boring as hell. But mm-hmm. he literally was so into it that like I couldn't I couldn't turn it off, you know? Mm-hmm. That's like, good. I was just fascinated by the things he had to say. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else that I really took away from it. That, oh, um, another reason why we don't sleep well is because we're not really made to sleep well. Like the our, our 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 culture doesn't want isn't set up for us to sleep. It doesn't want us to sleep. Because if we're sleeping, they were not producing and we're not consuming. 
right? Oh. So mm -hmm. the more hours you're asleep, <laughs> you're not working. Mm. And you're I mean, not. The culture is looking at that as wasted time. It's a wasted you're not time productive. for them because you're not producing anything and you're not consuming mm. anything. Guess mm. what? Netflix doesn't want you to sleep. Mm. Netflix wants you to stay up all night and binge watch Friends. I guess I moved over to HBO, um, <laughs> but they don't want you to sleep. You know, mm. if you're asleep, you're not spending money, no. and if you're asleep, you're not creating anything. You're not creating any kind of wealth. You know, you're not creating any kind of. Mm. So I felt I thought that was kind of. That was kind That's of fascinating. Interesting, mm -hmm. but I'll I'll link to it because I think there's a, I'm sure there's a lot of good things. Oh, and one more thing. I'll, and this this is boring. Sorry, but I was totally geeking out on this this weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, another reason why, um, if you ever wonder why some people are night owls and some people wake up, you know, early, um, it's because. That's kind of part of our genetics because back in the day, we all couldn't sleep at the same time because somebody would always have to kind of be on guard for like oh. our tribes or mm -hmm. our, our village mm -hmm. or our groups, you know? So mm -hmm. like you couldn't have you couldn't have a group. Like everybody had to kind of split it up a little bit, right? <laughs> so if everybody was asleep, that made you extremely vulnerable. So that's why we kind of got into these sleep patterns of – you know, I'll, you know, I'll sleep from here, but our bodies just kind Morning of evolved that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if yeah. you wonder why, you know, you, mm -hmm. you know, you stay up late, you wake up early. Mm -hmm. Naturally, that could be because your damn ancestors over here had to do, do, do the night watch 500 years ago. And you're still, anyway, it's called Diary of a CEO. And I'll link to it in the, uh, the show Which, notes. From my understanding, we carry those past generations with us. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, damn. Apparently, my it ancestors is. did not sleep for. They were on all the shifts. They just had to do <laughs> double duty. But very, very little sleep. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about nostalgia versus current day, because I don't know if you go through this, especially as you're getting a little bit older. Is if you have you ever done anything that like used to love as a kid, and like you do it, and you're like, wow, I don't really love that 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 much anymore <laughs> I, well we do grow up i know but it's weird right because your body like expects you <laughs> the anticipation is that you're going to get the same thrill yeah like the, you're, uh -huh. you're, yeah exactly because you're like i love this when i was 13 and then you uh -huh. do it again and you're like oh my god i hated that i absolutely hated it i didn't hate it this weekend i went to go see scream six which came out uh -huh. and like scream was like I was like, let me see when Scream 1 came out. Scream 1 came out probably like the late 90s. It was like, you know, basically my teenage years. Scream 1 released. It was 1996. No, it was 96. So I would have been 13. And that was probably my first entry into like teenage horror movies. And probably for a lot of you guys too. I remember it being, it was like the big summer blockbuster, mm -hmm. right? Like Nev Campbell and was, who else was in it? There was, a, was in one. Was it, uh, was Sarah Michelle Geller in that too? Let me see. I don't know. She was in, I don't know what she did last summer, but this was like during the time when everybody was, it was Courtney Cox was in it. Uh, Drew Barrymore was in it. Um, oh. I mean, it was big. It was like, it was like the, Lead teen movie. Uh, budget, by the way, was fifteen million. Made one hundred and seventy three million. Pretty good investment. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I love Scream. Like Scream was like one of those things I really I enjoy. Like it was very like, I don't, it just almost felt like like I shouldn't be watching this because it's like it's kind of bad. I'm thirteen or whatever. <laughs> and so I really, I, my whole life, I've kind of enjoyed like going back to them because they just kept coming out with more and more and more. And then you know, last year they came out with Scream like the remake and 
it was okay. It was okay. Mm-hmm. But I want to go see Scream 6 over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this doesn't really have the same, like, like my body went into this thinking I was really going to love this because it really loved it back in the day. And now here I am a few months shy of my 40th birthday. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm more like anxious leaving this thing. I kind of feel like my heart's palpitating a little bit. Um, blood pressure's up. Um, Got to go home and get my taxes done. You know, like. <laughs> Your world view changes. But there was like this, yeah, this part of me that really wanted, it was kind of sad because it was like, damn, like I wanted to love that. Like I really like, wanted to go back to like those days. Yeah. And then you do it and then like nothing. Mm-hmm. Another one of those things for me is going to theme parks, right? Like theme going to theme mm-hmm. parks was like one of my favorite things to do back in the day. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up in Georgia. So going to Six Flags over Georgia was like, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. Like that really is like the epitome of fun at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Roller coasters, loved them. Mm-hmm. I uh, went to Six Flags kind of last year and like if I, if I now, if I, cause again, like you walk in, it's the same kind of like, yeah, this is going to be great. This will be so fun. <laughs> and then like, I know for a fact, if I'm going to ride a roller coaster, I got to take Dramamine now, you know, cause I'm going to hold equilibrium. I'm going to be sore for some reason. Like I'm going to make, I'm going to have like a crick in my neck for like three days afterwards, you know? <laughs> I'm going to be nauseous for the rest. I got to take like Pepto-Bismol to like, just like, <laughs> yeah. But in my head, even right now, if someone's like, Hey, do you want to go? You want to go to uh, universal studios? I'm like, hell yeah. And then I'll get there and be like, Oh my God, the crowns. <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> you, know? you know, that's the nice thing about being a parent though, because you get to relive those things through your kids. Maybe that's so what maybe, it is. So maybe you need to adopt a kid. Maybe I'd like it better, but like my brain. Do you do you do that, mom? Even at, at seventy, are you like, man? Like, I is there something that you used to love doing, and then like you I've do it now? I've done so many things. Oh my <laughs> <I know>. goodness! <laughs> it's just weird because like, it's, like, like, it's like they're still producing these things that I used to love, mm-hmm. but like I don't really. There's not this same passion for them anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, right? I mean, let's yeah. let's all okay. Here's here's one we can all can probably relate to. Uh, how about going out? Okay. Like how about going to the bar? I mean, some of y'all still like to do it. Right. But mm-hmm. in, in my head too, like there'd be, there'd be moments of, of weakness in my head where I'm like, it'd be kind of fun to like go out have a couple drinks. And then like, I really think about it. I'm like, that'd be actually be terrible. But like my brain still <laughs> thinks like associates <laughs> some that good with, time like, that you had. Yeah. Like a good time. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh-huh. Then all of a sudden it's like the same with birthday parties. I'm like, Oh mm-hmm. man. Yeah. love birthday parties. <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid, it was my favorite thing in the world. Uh-huh. I would die. I would die. as my <laughs> three birthday party right now. I would literally, I can't think of anything. I'd rather do less for my birthday than have a birthday party. Nope. <laughs> Don't want it. I want nothing to do with that. Not oh. one thing. So. I was going to throw you a Super Mario 40th birthday party. No, I guess that's not. the one thing. I'll tell you what. That's the one thing I don't, I haven't grown out <laughs> of. Is, go, well, you couldn't go back to that party. Yeah. No, there's no way. No. I don't even know how you would make that fun for a 40 year old. <laughs> I'm sure there's a way to do it, but. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, um, I don't, for some reason, that's one thing I won't grow out of. And a lot of y'all do that with Disney, which I think is so fascinating. You Disney adults are so. Yeah. That's such true. a different breed to me. Like y'all yeah. love, like there's, it doesn't matter what happens. Like y'all love, mm-hmm. y'all love Disney. Like you'll go and like, you'll be miserable too. But for some reason you'll still love it. I see your faces. <laughs> I know you're not having a good time. <laughs> I know that past like three o'clock, you guys have been there since eight. There's not one of you having a good time anymore. <laughs> Kids are screaming. 
<laughs> pushing strollers around all day. Like, you don't like that. You don't like that. But for some reason, there, it's like it's like me with Nintendo, right? Like mm-hmm. I'll never, I'll just never be able to grow out. I don't think I don't. I I keep telling myself. I mean, I gave myself the deadline of we'll thirty. See. It's okay. At, at thirty, we're not playing video games anymore. It's childish. <laughs> Ten years later, I've, I've been doing that. I think probably since twenty one. I'm like, okay, twenty one. Like, we don't need to buy the new system, the new games. You don't need that. You're you're a grown ass man, son. Like, come on, twenty one years old. Let's get let's get it together. Mm-hmm. And 30, 35, now forty. Now I'm over it. I'm just gonna enjoy my life. Like, whatever. <laughs> I'll do whatever I want. I don't care. All right, mom. You want to get part of the quote for today? Okay, it's an Abe Lincoln. The struggle of today is not altogether for today. It is for a vast future also. So we have to remember that everything we do is paving the way for tomorrow. Certainly, certainly Abraham Lincoln did that. Yeah. Um, the abolishment of slavery and all of that. And I think about, too, on a, on a world basis about the Ukrainian war. You know, I think that it's important for NATO and, you know, um, the U.S. to support Ukraine because if Putin gets his foot in the door <laughs> How there. Did this turn to, what are we doing right now? Like, how did this, like, what? Where are you going thinking, with this? I'm just thinking about this <laughs> reel it, quote. Reel it, reel it back in. Reel it back in. Reel it. <laughs> Wrong podcast. I don't know. <laughs> but even in your work, okay, let's let's take it down to a okay, personal level. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't think Putin's listening right now. Or your your relationships, <laughs> you know. I mean, we're making our future every day. We're creating the future with everything we do, and yeah. I think we we forget to think of it that way. Well, I think it's it's crazy how many like I think we look for big life decisions to figure mm-hmm. out how it's going to affect our future, which is true. I mean, they do right, like. But sometimes yeah, like, but like the littlest, like the littlest decisions. It is the small things. Like really do, do like, sh- like does like shape and do shape your, your future. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like remember the time I, I said I was going to stop drinking for three months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember the time I said I was, I'm going to go vegan for a couple months and just see how I feel, you know, <laughs> like what? And here you are. Yeah. Like sometimes it's like the littlest things or you ever met somebody I listened to, I forget where I heard this. It may have been on TikTok, but I don't remember. It's talking about how like, you literally have no idea when you meet somebody mm. how that person's going to affect your life. Yes, that's right. You Absolutely. ever think about that? You never like, know how they can influence you or, or that what could connection be, that can That could end you. up being your best friend. Mm-hmm. That could end up being your worst enemy. <laughs> that could be somebody mm-hmm. that you never see again. You have one conversation with. Mm-hmm. And you never see him again. You know, I think we can probably all have a story of somebody that we met and didn't expect it. I mean, Dan's a great, my buddy Dan's like the best example I've got is like, you know, I met Dan in fourth grade. <laughs> and I've, I've told this story, so forgive me if this is getting old, but um, I, we had just changed schools, right? Like we went from basically they, they built a new school for our, our district and we, so they funneled in kids from different schools, you know, to whoever's closest to the new school. And so I didn't know Dan and he, um, I was influenced by another kid came up to me now keep in great and keep in mind your fourth grade mind. And this other kid was like, Hey, let's blow this school up so we can go back to the other one, which like in your, and in, in like your fourth grade mentality oh, makes perfect sense. And today's age, I'd be oh, on a most no. wanted list. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a different you would. time. You um, would. <laughs> but 
back then that was a very rational thing to do was our mentality would have been to, you know, <laughs> blow a school up. Mm-hmm. So I, <laughs> that was before. <laughs> it's a simpler time, people. And so I had, I saw Dan and his twin brother, Tom, and I was like, well, we, we obviously need to recruit more people to like blow the school up. Right. So <laughs> let me go ask these two boys that they want to blow the school up with us. And uh, I, I asked them and they, told the teacher on me. Now, again, today's day and age, I'd be in jail still. Mm-hmm. This podcast, would I would still be in prison for, for, my, for a <laughs> lifetime. Um, and that, isn't that true though? Think about that. Like, I think about that all the time about like, if a kid nowadays said they were going to blow a school up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. Uh-uh. You know, like, because, because sadly so many of them have tried. I mean, you yeah. know, I mean, I don't, and we I don't know remember. about that now. I don't remember what happened. Nothing happened to me. Like I didn't get in trouble or anything. But mm-hmm. nowadays, though, can you imagine? No. Can you imagine I mean, your no, kids came home a- and told you, like, "Hey, like this this kid came up to me and said he wants to blow the school up." Well, that was like, before the do? internet too. That y'all was would, way before lose, the internet. Y'all would lose your damn minds. Mm-hmm. Every last one yep. of you would be calling yep. the school, say, "Hey, listen," and, and as you should, okay, right. like, as you should, that should not be taken lightly at all. Mm-hmm. Different Simpler times. Time. Anyway, Different so Dan times. told on me, and I was mad at him for like a few weeks, and then we became best friends. <laughs> and that's literally, it's just funny because, like, like who would have thought, you know, like who would have mm-hmm. thought? You just never, you just never know when you meet somebody. Like, literally, mm-hmm. I think, Mom, do you have anybody that you just met, you didn't think anything of them, and then like all of a sudden they just, no, well, that's true. Of my really held friend. an impact in your life. That's true of my best friend, Margo. Yeah. You know, we met each other taking a walk at the duck pond. Mm-hmm. And we just started a conversation. She had a baby and I was pregnant. And we just started a conversation. And the next thing I know, you know, we're getting together the next day and the next day and the next day and <laughs> really, you know, getting to know each other and found out how much we had in common and enjoyed each other. And now here we are 43 years later. It's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just never it's a, know. sometimes it's the little things too. I know we look for these, wait for these big decisions we got to make and they do just trust me. Someone that's had to make a lot of big decisions in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. That was really affect you too. But sometimes it's like the little things you don't even realize are going to be like massive things after a while. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there we go. Uh, all right. Should we take a break and talk to our sponsors for a second? This sounds <laughs> like a radio not? show. They help. They sounds the like bills. a, this sounds like literally like a 1950s radio <laughs> show. Well, let's take a and let's now, take a look at our sponsors for this week. <laughs> yes, and now a note from our sponsors. Yeah. Uh, today's mm-hmm. podcast is brought to you by AG One. If you haven't tried AG One yet, I hope you do. I took it this morning. I freaking love AG One, and really, I love AG One because you know you're getting everything that your body needs before you even really do anything else with your day. It's a powder you take every single morning that's got everything your body needs to run efficiently in it, right? I started taking it because for my gut health and it's something I just haven't stopped doing now. I really enjoy mm-hmm. the way I feel when I take it. And I feel like, what's in this stuff? It's 75 high quality vitamins and minerals and whole food source superfoods and probiotics and adaptogens to start your day out right. And listen, I get it. It's just like we talked about at the beginning of the show. Like you're going to absolutely drink a little coffee in the morning. Like, like you're not, I, I, I understand that's what you're going to do. Like, I'm, I'm not here to like convince you otherwise. Um, but 
And that's and you and you and you know the outcome of it too. I don't have to sit here and tell you that either. Because what's going to happen is you're going to drink your, you know, you're going to get that caffeine high, and you're going to want it more. You know, you're going to crash. It's just you know what happened when you start your day out with with AG one before you put anything else in your body. You're kind of arming it for like whatever else is going to happen to your body the rest of the day. If you're going to eat crappy foods, caffeine highs, lows, it kind of balances everything out. It works great on your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your aging, your focus, all those things all taken care of right when you wake up in the morning. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take uh, ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Also, today's podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Paired. Paired's a fun app for anyone that's in a relationship and are looking for a new way to connect because it's hard. Sometimes, like, you know, the whole day goes by and like you just like, oh, well, good night. You know, you kiss your partner good night and you're like, well, we didn't really do anything together today. It's hard, man. Relationships are tough. And this is a kind of an easier way for you to connect every single day. What it is, you download this app. It's called Paired and you pair it together uh, with your partner. And then every day they give you questions or games or quizzes to have fun and stay connected and deepen your conversations. You never believe what you might find out by using the paired app. Mom, you and dad were using it. What do you, anything that you took, you took from oh, it? Oh yeah, it was fun. We discovered a lot of things and we didn't know about each other just from the silly questions they asked. Yeah. And, and some things were really deep that really started some great conversations that, you know, really helped us to delve into our relationship. So it's, it's fun and it's meaningful couple of questions on here that if you're like, well, what kind of questions they ask? Well, like what's one, uh, one new activity you could try together this month mm-hmm. to describe your partner's jobs in three words. <laughs> yeah. Ever, you realize that too, of like, you may know what your partner's job title is, but like, what do they actually do on like a, you know, <laughs> what's something you admire the most about your partner? That was the question, but there's games, mm-hmm. there's quizzes and all that. So if you're in a relationship, give us a try and let us know what you think. Whether you've been on just a couple of dates or you've been together for a long time, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner by using Paired. Head to Paired.com slash Kramer to get a seven-day free trial and 25% off if you sign up for a subscription. Just head to P-A-I-R-E-D.com slash Kramer to sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. All right. Certified fans, thank you so much for all of your support. There are hundreds of you guys all over, all over the country. I mean, literally, we had somebody from Mississippi. That was weird. <laughs> Not as weird, but it's like, <laughs> it's just always weird when like, I, had, I don't live in one of the cities. I mean, uh-huh. like, most of you guys know me from the radio and <laughs> some of you guys know me from other podcasts, but it's always funny because I'm like, Mississippi, how did we get connected to Mississippi? <laughs> That's awesome. You just never know where a fan's going to turn up. I know. But certified <laughs> fans are people that contribute $6 a month to our show, and it's a huge, huge benefit to us. And I hope that it doesn't feel like a huge strain to you. But for us, it really is like a massive way for us to pay the bills and keep this podcast going you know, six days a week. And if you want to support us, you can text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. You'll see all the benefits on there of how you can support, and we would love it. We'd love for you to be a part of our Certified fan fam. Facebook page is always fun. That's exclusive to certified fans. And um, of course, you get a shout out. Anybody that joins gets one episode dedicated to them. It gets you also, you know, every day you could get a shout out depending on the, the wheel. Uh, honestly, we've, we've hit our goal for this month, but we'd love for you to support us. If you want to text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8, that'd be cool. We'd love that support. 
Uh, we don't have anybody new today, so I will spin the wheel of certified fans because every day we do dedicate one episode to a certified fan. And today we are giving that to certified fan number three zero two. Three oh two. So today's episode is dedicated to the one, the only. Oh, it's Jessica Dutra. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, That's sweet. funny. Yes. Old Jess. Now, who doesn't know Jessica D? Yeah, let's give Jess some love. Oh, yeah. I love her so much. Whoop, whoop to Jessica Dutra. That's funny. I just funny. love you so much. Yeah, Jess is, um, uh, God, I don't even know what I can say about Jess. You know Jess. She's your baby sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she really is. She She's, just uh, is. She feels more like family to me than, I, than a co-worker. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say, I'd say like her and Miguel and Holly, those are the people that mm-hmm. I really worked with that I felt like literally like we were family, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so, yep. Yeah. Y'all know I love her. Family of choice. It's great. And uh, I'll, I'll give her a shout. This is actually a good opportunity to give her a shout out for her wedding Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she yeah. is, has subscription on her Instagram now where you can subscribe and see all the wedding content and she's just trying to do it to raise money for her wedding because weddings are expensive as hell. So anyway, if you want to support Jess, go check out her Instagram, J-E-S-S-D-U-I-T-T and join her uh, wedding subscription on her Instagram. All right, Mom, what you think? That's it for today? I think that's good enough for Monday. Let's all try to wake up and get on the new schedule. <laughs> I know, that's right. <laughs> all right, honey, love you forever. All right, let's do Mental Health Monday. If you don't know what this is, every Monday we gather around the podcast around this time and we talk about anything that we would talk about in therapy. And this is my friend Leah, who is a therapist in San Diego, Leah Aguirre. And uh, we call this Mental Health Monday. I'm actually, I am very curious in your take of this because it's what I'm going through in therapy right now. And as a qualified therapist, are you a social worker? Uh, yeah. So I'm a licensed clinical social worker. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm curious your take on this and it doesn't even have to be relationships. It can be, I guess, relationship, but not, not romantic. It'd be any kind of relationship. I am finding myself. And as I am working through therapy, um, I have a hard time trusting mm-hmm. and, you know, we, we've talked about this a little bit and Leah's really been a help with me of trying to, I'm, I'm, and, and you were right, uh, that a lot of my trauma <laughs> doesn't mm-hmm. really it just come from my divorce, but like working back to my 15 year old relationship when I got cheated on, which is not something I really think about in the forefront, right? Mm-hmm. But it creates uh, a blueprint for all, all the things afterwards. Yeah. So like, but how in the world do you like go back and do that? So that's really what I've been doing is and even that, but like even talking about like uh, inner child trauma, like I'm really, it's, it is, it's some deep shit, which we'll talk about more as I like get more comfortable with it because I've only mm-hmm. had like one, one good session with it. Um, mm-hmm. I have another one on, well, by the time this comes out, I'll have another one. So I'm, I don't know. Anyway, point is trust, have a hard time doing it. And mm-hmm. I think that uh, there's two different ideas when it comes to trust. And I think that it may be person by person, but I want to kind of get your take on trust. And honestly, is it something that you should automatically walk into a situation? And I, we'll, we'll talk romantically in my sense for a second. Okay. Like, should you go into a relationship and just say, okay, I give you 100% trust and it is yours to lose, right? That, mm-hmm. by the way, is not my modality at all. 
I go in and I'm like, prove to me that you can be trustworthy and then I will trust you. Yeah. What is your take on that? Well, so I look at trust like a piggy bank and you – every experience, every interaction, as you build a relationship, again, it could be a friendship, right? As you build a new relationship or create a more meaningful one, you add to the piggy bank. Like you're Mm -hmm. adding more, it's like more evidence. Okay. This person is someone I can confide in. It's okay. This person's reliable. They show up to our, our plans every time, or they communicate when they're unavailable or whatever. So it's, it's like a piggy bank. So you're adding, each time you see them, every time you spend time with them, as the relationship grows, again, not even always with romantic, but but same, but with your romantics, like you, you, it's something that's built over time, and you you have to earn each other's trust. I think it's one thing you can't test it. I think there's a difference between like trying to purposefully test someone, right? And mm-hmm. like people like to play games or like kind of you know like put them in a situation that's tough to just like test and see, are they, are they trustworthy? I don't think mm-hmm. that's fair, but I think over time you look at their actions, do their, ma- their, do their actions match what they say? And then you're just building. So you're just filling up that piggy bank of trust. It's one of those things where if there's no like number of dates or years known, it's, it's really that intuitive, that gut feeling as you get to know someone and as you, share more experiences with them and have more time with them where you realize, oh, this person's someone I can rely on, that I can, that I can confide in, that I can, that's there for me to support me when I need it. Like those things over time, you start to get a, kind of that gut feeling that this is someone I'm increasingly becoming more close to and can, can say with confidence that they're trustworthy, but it's, it's a it's a over time. It's not like an immediate thing. And I think See, that's the thing is I think you want immediate solutions often. Oh yeah. And that, is there is there a pill? Because <clears throat> if there's a pill, I need the prescription. But and like, well, how do you? Okay, would you? And I, I think we can. This uh, what I find interesting with Lee is we're we're similar but very different in a lot of ways too. Mm-hmm. Are you? Would you consider yourself a trusting person just in life? Yes. Okay. Yep. See, yeah. I don't. So let's say. Wait, when, you don't consider me a trusting no, 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 person? No, 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 no. I don't I consider myself a trusting person. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that obviously the level of trust lies at different level of importance, right? So, like right. the way I trust you may be different than the, the way I trust my mom, maybe versus, you know, the, the difference the way I trust right. the person that scoops the ice cream. Totally. Um, so. When you when you go into let's just say romantic situations, then mm-hmm. um, how how do you how do you work with trust? Do you find yourself instantly, let's say for example, you're you know this, let's say you go out with a guy, okay, yeah. put yourself in these shoes. And I want to see how you would handle this versus how I would handle this. You go out with a guy, okay, and mm-hmm. you uh, the next weekend you send him a text at like eight p.m. on a mm-hmm. Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And he gets back to you the next morning. Like he says, "Hey, sorry, I fell asleep early." Yeah. Are you just? Are you instantly going to be well, like, "I trust that"? <laughs> like, well, okay, that's thing. Is that me seems legit. With, me being so, I've definitely up until like recent years had anxious attachment. So, like all my past stuff, family dynamics, past relationships, past experiences led me to be 
anxious about my relationships and and be distrusting, right? Can we, by the way, and I just I just thought about this. Can we talk about anxious attachment next week? Yeah. Because sure I, I, I want to know, it's funny you say that because I realize how anxious attached I get. And, you know, you're I both. actually, I think you're anxious and avoidant in different times. It's funny, right? And I agree. So we'll, we'll talk because I just actually, I'm finishing up attached as we speak. Leah recommended this book called Attached. And I didn't even think about talking about it as a topic, but we should. Anyway, yeah. that's next week. Um, so you, check it out. We, that so, <laughs> so come on back. That was a teaser. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So what do you like? Okay. So in, in that situation, so, okay. So I would say I know, I get when people have that anxiety and that, in, that initial intrusive thought, they're bullshitting me, right? right? You're like, it's a Saturday night. However, I am one to fall asleep on you a Saturday You would trust that. Well, this is the thing is like, you have to, the, the thing is trust is built. So you have to also get to know someone. And like, like I do fall asleep watching movies sometimes. Like I can absolutely be that person wow. falling asleep on a Saturday watching a movie. Cause I don't go right. Like, and then, and then I go to bed and like, it's 11 o'clock and sometimes I won't text back, text back until the morning. Right. And, and I'm not joking like that. I people, or some people aren't by their phones. Like there are people that are not hand and phone like connected all the freaking time. And I wanted to, that would be me. And I think too, it's like the level of urgency when it's not there. So uh, wait, wait, so I'm, I'm again, I'm, I'm just going back to, I'm let's go back to the question at hand. Okay. If a guy, if a guy, if you text a guy at, uh, you know, at seven, 8 PM on a, on a Saturday and he mm-hmm. texts you back and he says, sorry, I fell asleep the next day. Yeah. You would say you automatically would say, I believe that. So I think now being more secure in myself and doing all the work, well, I would yes, and then there'd probably be part of me that'd be like, okay, like is this per and I is this person bullshitting me? And then I'd have, but I wouldn't automatically go to they're 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 a liar. Wow, I, I would have intrusive thoughts. <laughs> no, is that for what sure. Is that I'm not, healthy? Is that healthy? Like to be healthy? That's, that's lovely. Well, I think it's one of the things. That sounds where, so like, nice. But what's the purpose of getting agitated and because like, and I'm not saying I wouldn't get anxious. Like I know myself, and I'm I, there. There's a good chance I, my mind would go, oh, they could be lying. Like what? Like are they? Like yes, that would when I when I was dating, that would have been something that I would have for sure like that would have popped in my head. But really, it's not a helpful, a helpful thought or a helpful place to be in because you can't, because trust takes time to build. And, and especially if it's newer, like I have to get to know this person. I have to be able to like know how they communicate, understand how they work within the realm of a relationship. Like I so think you, it, you think trust is given. No, you build it. But I'm saying like, I think for me in that instance, I, even if I have some intrusive thoughts or there is some mis, some level of mistrust, I'm not going to accuse them of being a liar boy i'm gonna wait it out like you that's to, and, and, hey that is have, that is the healthiest thing we've ever said on this podcast and well, i'm not saying out like i think it's one of those things bro, where I'd, yes, I'd be i'd be driving past houses i'd be burning things down it's just it's so you not. and i've talked about this and that that's like a protective you know defense mechanism that we have sometimes is to immediately go to they're lying or they're <sighs> Being like, because it's, 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 we want to confirm our negative biases from past experiences mm, yeah. because we want to keep ourselves safe. So we're going to look for all the red flags, even if they don't exist or even if they're yellow ones. And we're going to like, 
So, but, but the thing is, it's not going to create a healthy relationship. If you just go into a relationship thinking that person's full of shit. So like what I'm getting at is you have to go in to any relationship with like skepticism and I'm not going to like, you know, um, I'm not going to trust them with like the fate of my, you know what I mean? My life immediately, but I'm going to like go into it. I'm going, so I guess it's like going into it with some caution and not a, not making assumptions, not accusing anyone of anything. And then again, you're like building that piggy bank of trust and slowly learning. And, and the, the, unfortunately this could, per, this person could be lying. Like there's situations where, but then you learn, like you learn that they're flaky. And I, you know, in the work that I do, we'll talk about that. Like, is it a one-off or a couple times mm-hmm. or is it a pattern? And that's the thing you're looking for too. So if someone's like every Saturday night, they're falling asleep and like, <laughs> not available. They have but- narcolepsy. It's bad. They need that looked at. It's terrible. Way but too I mean, like, if it's a sleep. pattern, I do say like, okay, if, it's, if there's a pattern, then address it. Then I would even say like, hey, this seems odd, right? Like every Saturday you're unavailable and you address it like a mature person. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's that is healthy as shit. Wow. <laughs> you know what? We need to start a podcast called Healthy as Shit. I would love that. And like we 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 come in with all these like crazy scenarios thoughts, and I and just say like, we stamp it as healthy or not. Yeah. Love Can we it. do that? Oh yeah, my we, gosh. We just, I swear to God, if somebody steals that idea and does it before we do, I'm gonna be really pissed about Can that. You copyright it to right now. Leave, right now. I, I automatically say this happened. We recorded this on March the fifth. Um <laughs> all right, last question about the piggy bank idea though. Okay. Um so obviously it's and Brene Brown describes it as marbles in a jar. So it's the same concept. Yeah, right, right. But what do you, in your opinion, like, do you walk, how full is that piggy bank when you walk in with anybody? Not even romantically. Um, I think you have, I think for any type of relationship, again, platonic, familial, romantic, you have to go into it. Like there is a level of vulnerability that's required, right? When you're developing any type of relationship, like you have to be open to building, like I'm going to be open. So they're open. Like there's this just kind of good faith you have Mm -hmm. to give. So I'm not saying I, – I don't think it's completely empty because you're like, okay, I'm assuming if this person wants any form of relationship with me, they have good intentions. So maybe there's like a couple couple pennies in there and then you – but then you like slowly like assess as mm-hmm. as you get to know this person and you, you ask follow-up questions if something seems off. And if you have any like extreme thoughts in this person you're getting to know and it feels safe, you can ask them like – Hey, did I offend you? Right? Like I always tell people, ask the questions that you are going to, that are going to be harmful to you or detrimental to the relationship. So I'll ask, like I'll ask a friend, did that upset you? Like I used to do this like way more often. Like I just would assume like I offended someone or whatever I said was whatever. And so I wouldn't ask ever, but with good friends, I'll ask, I'll say like, did this hurt your feelings or was that upsetting or whatever? I mean, most of the time it doesn't. So it's ask it's it's I think you go in with like a you know handful of pennies in your piggy bank going into a relationship knowing this person wants to get to know me I am I'm going to take for that what they say for face value and then you slowly decide whether or not you want to like you can put more coins in the piggy bank. Lord have mercy. Our new podcast, Healthy as Shit, coming soon. Healthy, I love that. Yeah, that's really going to be good. Um, I, I, I will have nothing to do with the healthiness of it. Can we but just need text messages? I would yeah, love that. Yeah, that's 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 it. That's literally what we're going to do. That's that's the new. That's I the because Lee and I've been talking about like starting a podcast, like just like an off I one. I can't tell if you're joking right now, but I'm really I'm, I'm down. Idea. I will put it into my absolutely insane schedule, but I'll do it. We'll make it happen. <laughs> well, it's um, easy. We just read people's texts and that's I. It. And you'll it. probably say it's not healthy and I will probably say it's questionable or maybe it is. 
Coming soon. Healthy as shit. Coming soon. Okay. Uh, <laughs> in the meantime. Find me on Instagram yeah. at Her True Empowerment. Check it out. Be smart. Don't start. Kick the habit and put it out before it puts you out. I know these are all phrases that we've heard like a hundred times, yet we still continue to have bad habits, right? Like, man, I just – there's so many things I've tried to quit in my lifetime. Some successfully, some unsuccessfully. I'm like, sweets, good luck. That ain't going away forever. Um, but like caffeine was a really hard thing for me to kick. That was really, really, really tough. And then he, when, even trying to not eat animal products for a while was, was tough. But caffeine was a really that – was a, that was a doozy. Our sponsor, Fume, is on a mission to accelerate humanity's breakup from bad habits that consume far too many of us. Fume is a natural diffusive device that uses plants and behavioral science to help you trade out your negative habit for a positive one. It's not a vape. It's a non-electronic device designed to transform your negative habits. And they don't use pods that have these you know, potentially harmful chemicals like a vape. Uh, what they use are these cores, which have plants like peppermints and cinnamon and natural flavors like that. They have a Fume 2 out right now, which is snappy and tactile. It really is. I mean, you can take it with you anywhere. It's super easy. The taste, it just almost tastes like this, uh, yeah, this, like this cinnamony, pepperminty burst in your mouth. It's, it's a really cool thing. Again, if you are trying to change any kind of habit, give this a shot. The easiest way for you to stop a bad habit is to switch to a positive one. And Fume is designed to perfectly do just that. And its goal is really to make switching easy and enjoyable. So these, this thing has thousands of five-star reviews. Who, you know, it's worked for people just like you that said, oh, why well, nothing else has worked for me. Just go to trifume.com and use the code Kramer and save 10% when you get the journey pack today. The journey pack, by the way, comes with three unique flavors and the new version two of the fume to help kickstart your positive habit. Go to trifum. Fume is F-U-M, by the way. Trifum.com and use code Kramer to save an additional 10% off your order today. All righty. I wish you the best of luck today. I know it's not an easy one. But we will, uh, we'll make it through. We're gonna, we're gonna love this. Just think, we're gonna love this in a couple months, in a couple weeks, even. But right now, it's just a little, a little sleepy. Just a little sleepy. All right, have a good Monday. We'll come back tomorrow. We'll do this again with Ask My Mom. Okay. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.